Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, I get to speak with Joshua T. Berglund. He's the world's mayor, host of Gratitude Unfiltered, a talk show ministry, brand designer, producer, and MC. Well, the world's mayor is driven to be voice for the voiceless and empower others to live their truth. But I am so glad and happy to bring Joshua to the episode. Thank you so much for your time and coming on as a guest. Hey, man, it's a blessing to be here. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So, Joshua, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I see that you are, you are a talk show host and a brand designer as, as well as a producer, and you've done a lot of work in that area of expertise. So tell us a little bit about yourself and, and a journey that no one's heard of before. <laughs> well, my story is pretty public, man. I've... Uh... You know, when God came to me a couple of years ago and told me to put a spotlight on my shadow, yeah, that meant living with no, I mean, living everything out loud, living mm-hmm. life in real time. So whether it was good or bad, I, I talked about it. I talked about it publicly and yeah. it was a way of keeping me safe. You know, there's so much power and truth mm-hmm, and, absolutely. and, you know, we keep so many secrets, but those secrets are poison for us. And, but I, I, man, I have a, you know, we don't have to go into a lot of the details here, sure, but sure, it's, sure. you know, I mean, if you Google the the testimony of Joshua T. Berglund, you'll mm. see, um, my story. And of course my, on my talk show, gratitude unfiltered, yeah. um, whether it's through the interviews or just even the solo shows that I've done, you know, it's, I'm very, very transparent about my past and the yeah. people that I'm called to serve, but it's been everything from, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate to be, uh, I don't know if survivor is the right word, uh, driver, mm-hmm. but you know, I was molested by men and women as a kid, wow. physically abused. I was abandoned. I've been homeless. I was an addict that have been in jail six times. Um, you know, I've, I'm, I, I literally every, like, it's almost like every little thing you can imagine has happened for me because, and I say for me, because all of the things that were supposed to like cripple me or, or to, to, to kill me, yeah. you know, it's funny how God works because all of those things we actually get to use for us. And, and the way that we use it for us is by speaking about it, talking about it, sharing it, sh- sharing how we overcome, talk about our journey because it ends up helping other people. And those, those things that we overcome are like keys. They're keys to heaven. They're keys out of prison. And the more that we share and talk about that, the more we help other people. And that's our contribution to the world. And I've been very, very fortunate. Um, I worked with complex disabilities for 18 years. So like uh, ALS, muscular dystrophy, spinal cord injuries, the worst you know, medical conditions that you can think of. I, I worked on behalf of the, the patients that suffered with those and their families. And I love that industry. And it was a very service-minded industry. Yeah. And after selling my company due to some Medicare changes and having an opportunity to get out of the industry before things got too crazy, 
we sold to a larger company and then I fell into the world of skincare, mm-hmm. um, ended up buying my own skincare line, um, or buying the distribution rights to a skincare line that we took public, uh, right after my father, uh, his melanoma came back and my father ended up dying uh, from just horrible. I mean, tumor, I mean, melanoma is a scary thing, but he got it in the worst imaginable way. And that actually motivated me to start learning about skin and the sun and, you know, a different world. And through skincare, that got me into the designing of brands. And so I fell mm-hmm. into, because look, it doesn't matter if it's skincare, cosmetics, if it's a sandwich, if it's a t-shirt, if it's technology, in the end, it's, it's, it's all about providing value. And it's all, and everything's really the same. People overcomplicate things. And to me, the details never matter. Yes, it's good to have facts about your products and the reason why, but the truth is that can set a trap for us falling in love with, to, with something that will never love us back. So it's really about providing value for, for people, discovering a need and finding a way to provide that. And the world's mayor nickname, the, that came from being in service to others, um, not, never looking to sell anything. It was always like, how can I serve you? And not just saying, not just saying, how can I serve you to, yeah. to, to try to make friends? No, I really meant it. Like yeah. I, if God, if God put it on my heart to reach out and say, Hey, can I, how can I help you? Or how can I support you? I did it. And having that attitude got me through having a skincare line. It got me access to the Emmys, the Oscars, um, the daytime Emmys, oh, wow. uh, the at the Grammy awards and all, all of these different award shows, mm-hmm. which then gave me access to being on film sets and being a part of the entertainment industry. And then working with individual brands. And in, in the end, again, it doesn't matter if it's a product brand yeah. or a human brand, the way that you show up and serve is you find a need and you find a way to provide it. And fortunately for me, I'm really good at helping people get what they need. And so mm-hmm. that and the attitude of helping everyone win, one gave me the nickname, the world's mayor, but also yeah. put me in the position to design. Um, we la- actually just, just launched a product globally. It's a soft, a soft launch. Uh, right before we go on QVC and work with Alibaba and Amazon. Nice. Uh, but we, we launched a, an eyelash applicator. And like, you know, having that opportunity came through serving. Like I got yes. access to this celebrity that launched the product um, and I was able to help design it. I got that access through serving. So it's everything I've ever done, even, even my acting jobs, being in the movies that I've been in and mm-hmm. the TV shows and commercials, it's all come from showing up literally on set, having yeah. a good attitude. How can I help? And that gave me access. So I've been very, very fortunate. That's, that's really powerful and amazing. And, and you're right. You, you got to show up. If you want to be in certain areas, you got to show up every day. You got to show that you're resilient, you got to have an awesome attitude about it. And I absolutely love, love that story. That that's really, really powerful. Well, thank you. Uh, sorry for the long, sorry for the long explanations. Was, I wanted was, to give you the meat of everything. <laughs> no, dude, that's exactly, that's what exactly what I look into because that gives me a lot of the meat and now I can, you know, use that as, you know, and, and talk about the things that you went through, like, you know, like one of my passions is is being, you know, in a movie or being in a TV show and stuff like that. So I've, you know, I've done a couple of commercials here and there. Um, and then I've, I've 
been on the set of you know NBC's FBI, and I was like, whoa, this is such an awesome experience. How can do? How can I do more of this? And of course, you also have to be in certain locations. You have to be in New York. You have to be in LA to be close to all of these happenings. And you got to be, you know, you got to be able to focus on that entirely to get ahead of it. Well, and I, I have to say though, that, you know, in fairness, I, 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 for people that are out there listening, that's not necessarily true. And I'm not trying to like, you know, correct you or anything. No, absolutely. I, my first day back when I came back to Oklahoma to go through a ministry training. Yeah. My very first day back, I'm sorry, my second day back, I ended up on a movie set. Mm. Like I was literally walking down the street and someone grabbed me and said, Hey, we need you to play this part. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it, it can happen. And there's, and the thing that one of the misnomers out there is like, you need, you need to live in LA and New York to have a talk show. Well, that's mm. not true because I have a talk show that's on 150 networks worldwide. Yeah. Um, and I'm in Oklahoma city right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, so that's not like, and then even acting jobs there's now in Oklahoma, Louisiana, even Florida, North Carolina, Las Vegas, um, golly, there's uh, uh, Kansas City, I think. There's all of these places that are now, you'll, you'll have opportunities to act, be in movies, be in commercials, things like that, because they give these giant tax credits. Yeah, so that's true. So if you, you go to Amazon, if you get an Amazon IMDb uh, pro, Prime membership or Pro mm-hmm. membership, mm-hmm. you can actually find uh, opportunities there. And then, of course, the different casting networks and there's agencies. So wherever you're listening from, I, there may be a chance that you can get your foot in the door locally where you're at without having to go to LA and risk being homeless, like nice. so many people do. Oh, that makes so much sense. And and you're you're absolutely right. And, and I I started with connecting uh, with people local to me in DC, and there there are some roles that I was I was applying for, but then. It also depends on um, what the director is looking for and how much experience you have as in front of the camera and whatnot too. Well, but, but again, it, it, it all comes down to having that attitude and being out there to push yourself forward. Absolutely. When I did the Super Bowl commercial last year with the NFL, um, I, like I was an extra. That's how I got booked was an extra. However, yeah. Being an extra on set, I had a good attitude. I was always kind of floating around the director yeah. um, and the guys and the producers. So when they looked around and needed somebody, yeah. I was there. And so yes. what happened is I ended up being able to be Brian Erlacher's body double. And yes. just from showing up. So yeah. so instead of making $75 a day, yeah. I ended up making $1,500 a day. Nice. And I mean, that's just from showing up and having a good attitude. The movie mm-hmm. that I'm that I'm in that played at Sundance, I showed up. I was asked to show up on set just to yeah. like help and have a good attitude and bring energy to the room. Yeah. Well, that honest to God, man, that led to an opportunity. Um, it le- that led to an opportunity for me to actually have an acting role, and I did such a good job in the first small part they gave me, mm. I end up getting multiple speaking roles. Nice. So it's just, that happens. There's no shame in being an extra. There's no shame in going in and doing grunt work. Cause no I, I promise you, if you have a good attitude, people will notice because oh, yeah. so many people make the mistake on set. They're sitting there on their phone. 
and they're they're like, well, I'm just an extra. I'm only getting paid 75 bucks, so I'm gonna yeah. have this. You know, I'm gonna have a bad attitude, and yeah. I'm not gonna talk to anybody. Well, I'm gonna say two things. One, anyone out there that's just trying to be an actor, you're being a fool. Yeah. Uh, number two, you can't sell out for anything. Like I'm not just a talk show host. I mm -hmm. do other things because yeah. we live in a world now that you need multiple revenue streams to be able to survive. So Absolutely. if you're on set, that is a great opportunity for you to network, to make friends, because I guarantee you 90% of the people on that set have multiple jobs. Yes. And if you, if you are a good person and you truly, truly know how to network, know how to serve, have an attitude of gratitude and you want to help people that can get you very, very far. And you can make some connections that may not pay off in the, in the immediate, yeah. but what will happen is you're walking down the street one day, you're down, you know, you're feeling pretty down, whatever. And then all of a sudden you get a phone call from a casting director mm -hmm. that needs you because they remember your attitude. They remember yes. your look and there's no excuse now. It isn't, you're not too fat. You're not too skinny. You're not too muscular. Nope. It's none of that. You're not too black. You're not too white. You're not too Middle Eastern. None of that crap applies anymore. No. It's all, it's, it's, everything is available for everybody. They are looking. In fact, LA Models. LA Models is one of the prime modeling agencies in Los Angeles. You know what they're looking for? No. Basically borderline overweight big guys, like wow. big giant bear guys. That's what they're looking for, to do ads for Calvin Klein to wow. do ads for Gucci. Like the world is changing. So therefore the, the, the playing field is being leveled uh, for everybody. Everybody is getting a chance. What was, what used to be hot is not hot anymore. Now there's something else. There's a shift happening. And so another, for those people that are down on themselves and say, I can never do this. I'm too old. I'm too young. Bull crap. You're only limited yeah. by your thoughts and the way you're talking about yourself. That's so powerful, my man. Thank you so much for clarifying because I keep thinking, you know, maybe it's, you got to be a certain way, but no, you, you're absolutely right. There's, because when we watch television, there's all types of people that are in on television that, that are in commercials and, well, where do they find these people? Well, they found them. And if you are one of them, just, you just have to go out and reach and, and be in the places and connect with the people and, do those networking events and get out there. Absolutely. So. I, I, providing value for others is doing that ahead of anything else yes. is what is going to set you apart. And look, having, you have to have a legitimate attitude of wanting to serve because here's the thing. So many people will serve and they'll give and then they expect to see something right away. Yeah. It doesn't always work that way. No. And, and you've got to be patient and consistent because it's a kingdom principle about serving and providing value. And yeah. I promise you, you plant seeds into good soil. Mm -hmm. You will see a harvest that's 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 90, 100 times more than what you planted. But you've got to be consistent and not give up. And you've got to stay the course yeah. because I promise you, do, they always, you know, people say nice guys finish last. That's crap. That's so Dude, much crap. What's just so keep funny doing is that the right thing. I was just going to mention that part uh, about nice guys finish last, and there's actually a book called Give and Take. Uh, I can't remember the 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 author, but he talks about you know how they say that nice guys finish last, but what the funny part is, sure, nice guys do finish last, but they also finish first. 
So they did a they they did a research and they they're like, all right, givers and takers. So the people that won everything are the givers in the top, and then there's people in the middle are the people who are the takers and the people who are uh, either you know like they have a give and take, and, you know they do a, a tit for tat kind of thing, and then sure. Nice guys will also finish last. So there's a huge number of people that are in there that are givers. And givers are the ones that do not ask for anything back. They just give, 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 give without asking for anything back. And there's some really awesome stories in the book that just, you know, opened my mind up. Like, wow, that's just so fascinating. And being that, being that person, being the giver, by bringing value to others, no matter how, no matter what experience you have, you are an expert in one thing or the, or the other. Use that, use your story, like you're using your story about all the different things you had to go through to be who you are, to be able to help others and um, help them realize what they're missing and what, how they can be better. And, you know, the, the, the awesome tips that you gave us today on how to, you know, research and, and get in front of movie directors and producers because everybody's looking for a story. Uh, I was talking to a producer the other day and he's like, you know, if you've got a sci-fi story that you've been thinking about or if you have a podcast around, TV movie networks are looking to convert that story into a TV show because the hardest part is to come in with that story. And there's a billions of stories. Mm. Absolutely. And I think the greatest stories are ever told are the true ones. Yeah, absolutely. I totally, totally agree. I, I mean, it's, it, look, fiction's great and it's fun. Yeah. But every movie that's been done, every documentary that's been done, every podcast that's been done, every live stream that's done, every radio show that's done, the ones to me that are always the most successful and have the greatest impact and success is not always money. No. Success to me is power. It's influence. It's, it's, it's um, yeah, power and influence, really. Yeah. And, and having authority, that to me is, that's, that will withstand money because money comes and goes. Oh, yes. And, and, and influence matters. Being a thought leader matters. Well, the only way to be any of that is, one, to provide value, but also... Mm -hmm. to be real, to be true, not yeah. to hold back because God, I, and again, I, I mentioned God a lot and, I, and mm -hmm. it's hard for me not to, because no, you, you, you go ahead and do it, man. I believe in God yes. and, and you know, we, we, God, we doesn't, well, God won't bless anything that's kept in the secret. God won't bless anything. That's not true. If you're living a double life and living a lie, God's yeah. not going to bless that. Mm -hmm. If you're not, and if you're not being obedient to what you're called to do, look, and, and we'll take, we'll take, we'll, we'll take God out of this for a second. Mm -hmm. Every one of us know what right and wrong is. Oh yes. We can justify and try to cover it up. But the fact is this, if we go against, if we're being led to do something and we ignore it, we stuff it down, we push it away. We ignore it. We live in resentment. We live in anger. We live in, you know, whatever it may be. We're, we're defying what the spirit inside of us is telling us to do. We do that. We will not be blessed, period. And, and one thing that I think is important is like you can say, well, every, all areas of my life are blessed but this one area. Yeah. I don't believe that. 
I don't believe that you're truly stepping into all that's available for you because how you do one thing is how you do everything. And that is a fact because the way you show up in your relationships and look, and I'm guilty of this. Like I've, I did a lot of work on myself. Um, spent a lot of time alone, really, really working on myself because even after giving my life to Christ, I look, I went on a journey and things weren't perfect and I still wasn't perfect. My heart had changed, but my brain was still a freaking liar. My brain was so limited in its beliefs. And yes, I had this big vision, but at the same time I would, I would, I had this vision, but I would stuff that vision down with my negative thinking and limiting beliefs. And then, and then it was, you know, relationally like, okay, I've gotten strong as an individual, but we're not called to be on our own. We are called to serve. We are called to have a partner. We are called, you know, to, to, to come together as one and that, cause that makes us more powerful. And, but so what was coming up for me is, well, great. This is really good that I'm good at managing myself. Yeah. But when it comes to having intimate relationships and I'm not talking sexually, I'm talking to intimate friendships, um, introducing, falling in love. And then the way that I was showing up in that relationship, because I was so like, this is my way of doing things. I've got to have it this way. Da, 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 da. Well, guess what? It was affecting my relationship. Yeah. And the way it was affecting my relationship was also affecting my work. It was affecting my ministry. It was affecting my talk show. And, and yeah. I can tell myself all day long that I could, I can make up for it. I can cover it. But the truth is the light that I'm the light that I have inside me was being dulled because I was not honoring hmm. what I was called to do. I was not being fully obedient. I was not walking in forgiveness. I was not leading with love in my relationship. And you know what? Maybe it wasn't, it wasn't affecting me in big ways, Yeah. but I was not being fully blessed in, in the ways that I know that I'm meant to be fully blessed. And so the work continues. And that's the beautiful thing of life is that we always get to grow. We always get to stretch ourselves. We always get to learn. And, and, and right when we think we're done learning something, guess what? Something else mm-hmm. is revealed that we get to work on too. Exactly. Now, you, you said so many truths in here, you know, about not hiding, not being, not, not having a secret and whatnot, you know, because for the longest time. So I, until I, acknowledge this part of my life was i able to move forward was i able to get the blessings and 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 i'll talk about it what happened is i started my podcast you know last year and i was really passionate about it and i kept you know working on it when i was away from work and then what happened is towards the end of or exactly last year one year this time is when i got let go because I was not focusing on my work. I was not being, you know, the worker, the, you know, providing value in the area that I was hired to do. And I was okay with it because I wanted to do something different. I had been working for 20 years in in one field and I wanted to change it up and I wanted to do something different for myself, work for myself and whatnot. So I got myself fired. (laughs) <laughs> they, gave me time, right? they gave me some time and then, then I ended up picking up another job like within a week, two weeks. And then knowing that, you know, this is not what I wanted to do, but I wanted to be supportive of my wife and my wife's like, you know, I'm, I'm not the only one who's going to be working. 
So you got to go and get that job. So I was like, all right, sure, I'll do it. So I went back and I, you know, worked. And then four months after, I got myself fired again. And they were like, you know, you're not, you're doing personal work here. You're not spending enough time getting this work done. I had like two warnings. And they were like, you know, either you have, you can spend two weeks here and do exactly what we tell you to do, or you can leave today. I was like, you know what? I'll leave today. And because I don't want to lie to myself, I don't want to, you know, live in, in uh, fear of not working on what I am passionate about. So I got myself fired the second time. And I didn't, I didn't tell anybody this. And I, I told you know, yeah, I got laid off. The contract ended, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I kept saying that same thing in eight months. I didn't get any job, but I was focusing on, you know, the podcast. I was doing some other jobs like driving Lyft or, or doing websites and book covers for others. So that's what I was doing, shooting movies and videos. But then until I said this to somebody else that, you know, I got myself fired. The next day I got a call from the recruiter saying, we want to hire you for this job. You have an offer for you. And I was like, holy wow. smokes. And I'm like, is this, is this, was this one of the reasons or was it because I called my mom and I talked to her the same day that I was going to have an interview. So there's multiple things happening here. You know, I'm talking to my mom who was kind of like angry with me because I didn't call her as much as I should have been. And she was traveling. <laughs> so there's, there's like so many different things. And I'm like, you know, there is, there's a higher power here that is working for us or against us, or, you know, just not getting those wheels turning. And, um, there's actually a chapter in the Quran uh, called you know, Surah Waqi'ah, which talks about the day of the judgment. Mm -hmm. And they talk about the different people from you know, the left side and the right side and people in the middle. And then there's a little part in there. And they said, do you think that the seed that you sowed in the ground is going to pop up and become a plant just because you're watering in the sun? No. That is not the case. It is because we tell it to is why it happens. That's oh, right. Holy smokes. So powerful. You know, when we have, and this is, and I'm, this is true in the Quran and the Bible too, mm -hmm. that when we're being obedient and yes. we are faithful, we have the right to challenge God. And it, I'm not, and that, seems, that may sound blasphemous, but we, we can say, God, you said, you said, if I'm obedient, you said, if I sow into good soil, you yeah. said that seed will grow and produce a harvest. You can, you can, you can say that. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not really challenging God. It's no. not challenging his authority. It's reminding God, not like God, not that God needs really to be reminded. No. It's just, if I, we can, we can say, Hey, look, well, I'm aware of this. Yeah. And it can what, be what very, else am very I doing right? That's right. And, but, I said that I've, I've become relentless about tithing, giving, and then of course adding, um, you know, adding offerings. Even. Yeah. And I challenge, I do bring that up to God sometimes because mm -hmm. it's, we, I, we are allowed to. And also the thing I love that's a kingdom principle mm -hmm. is that anything that the devil's taken from you, he must repay seven times. Yeah. And there's a lot of us out there that are listening. There's people out there listening uh, all over the world right now. Yeah. 
that feel or know that they've had something taken from them. Yeah. When you start being obedient and you start serving God, you, the devil has to repay you. Everything yeah. that's been stolen and taken from you, he must repay seven times over. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and, you know, when you're saying about questioning God and sure, sure, we all have these thoughts and, and we are essentially questioning him. But then what we're also doing is we're putting a realization in our heads. So then we eventually figure out what we might be doing wrong. And then it becomes a reality and, and, and the truth comes out like, oh, I'm doing all of this, but I'm missing this little part. Like I'm hiding this little thing. And that's where that's and then we're like, oh, I got to uncover everything. Everything needs to be uncovered for me to move forward. Wow. I love it. This was so powerful, man. I'm, I'm so totally pumped right now. <laughs> uh, appreciate it. Um, your story is fantastic. And, and the more I think about, you know, getting in front of people, you know, everybody's saying, you know, you got to tell your own story. And when you were mentioning, you know, yes, fiction is great, but, but, but uh, nonfiction is even more powerful. True stories are even more powerful. And I've been watching this show called uh, A Million Little Lies, which is such a powerful show. And in it, uh, one of the characters, he's a writer. He's like, no, I'm going to quit. I'm just going to write the story. And then he takes it to the producer and it's a big time shot. And he's like, the story is great. I almost cried, but you got to change this part where the, the guy's trying to commit suicide. And he said that because, you know, he thought it was fiction. So he's like, I'm not going to change the story. I'm just going to say based on the true story. Now you can't change it. Now you can't change the story because this actually happened. Wow. I, it, it's true, man. Right. The, 98% of the truth isn't the truth. Yes. And I, I find, you know, there's a lot of religious, um, and I'm not religious whatsoever. Um, it's not, it's completely against my faith and it's completely what I believe is real, but these religious spirits, um, that are out there and these, you know, people that are succumb to the restriction of religion, uh, they, you know, they don't, it's, it's really strange because the truth makes them more uncomfortable than anybody. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I remember oh being stunned from multiple churches. I mean, the ministry I have is, I mean, the pastor that oversees what I do, mm -hmm. uh, I was blessed to be asked to be a part of this church in Oklahoma yeah. City, um, which we're you know going to grow globally, mm -hmm. the talk show. But it's, he goes, I love the talk show because you can get away with talking about things that pastors can't talk about. Yes. And, and I... And that's, and that means I can be truthful. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I, I can be, I can be truthful and I can say things that, because I've interviewed pastors. Pastors are so boring to interview yeah. because they won't be authentic because they're trying to protect the congregation. Oh. And I'll tell you one thing that they're being they're they I think that they're being blocked. Um, their, their, their blessings are being blocked because they're not willing to be truthful and authentic. Because right now we live in a world where we need authentic to, to counter the fake, to counter the Photoshop society that we live in, to, 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 to counter the scripted world that we live in and the reality television, which isn't really reality. Yeah, we can percent truth and everybody else is going one direction. And when I see that, 
being a seer, I'm going, yeah, I'm going to go the opposite way. And I'm going to look like an idiot. I'm going to look stupid. People are going to make fun of me. People are going to be scared away from me, but I'm going to do it because that the real value, the most value I think you can offer in this world is your truth, your testimony. Exactly. And that's what gratitude unfiltered uh, my talk show is all about. It's, it's about the power of truth and it's being, there is a vulnerability in that and it's scary, but you know what? You get addicted to it after a while because yeah. you may have people shun you. You may lose your fo- some of your following. And mm-hmm. None of that matters because the following doesn't mean anything. Yeah, what matters is the what you're igniting, and maybe that just maybe it's just one person. Yeah, that and, one and- person has the power inside of them to to impact millions. And if you if your sole purpose on this planet is to ignite one person, yeah, so that they can go change the masses. Man, you've lived an amazing life. Yeah. Now, what's what's really cool? What you mentioned, you know, sure you're gonna lose a few people along the way, which is perfectly fine. Maybe you don't need those people to be in your congregation. Maybe you need new people, and that's one of the things that um, in the show also mentioned because he has a dad who is a pastor, and you know he. Wait, am I mixing two different shows? <laughs> Actually, yeah, there's a show called God Friended Me. And this guy, oh, I right? You, I don't know I if you saw that. It, it. Right? It's so, so cool because he's, got, he's, a pod co- he's, he's running a podcast where he's questioning God's existence. And his dad is a pastor, right? For, for the longest time. And so, so his dad was like, yeah, when, 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 when it came out that, you know, that people found out that his his daughter was gay and, you know, people, he, he lost a lot of his congregation, but then other people came in that were there for the truth and not for the fake stuff. So yeah, there's, there's so many changes that you can expect and and see in people's lives. And and it's okay if somebody hates or somebody's negative about your stuff because that just shows that you are being real and talking about the truth. That's right. And I'm trying to find, figure out what my truth is. And, and um, I think I'm getting there. I think I've gotten a lot of clarity in the past few weeks about what message I should be saying and what my truth is and tell my story and, and what I'm trying to offer and what I'm trying to serve um, as a human being in this world. I think the truth starts with looking in the mirror. Yeah. I mean, you have to start there because if you can't, until you're willing to be honest with yourself, yeah, you can't be honest with anyone else. Absolutely. And, um, you know, the man in the mirror is the perfect song. Like you got to change the man in the <laughs> <Yeah>. mirror. <laughs> we have so many examples of all of this stuff. I mean, everything that we need to do is already out there. We just got to apply it to our, to our lives and we start seeing the changes. That's all right, well. man. I've got some questions that I ask my guests. Okay. What, what, is, what is one hobby that you wish you got into? Oh, man. You know what's funny about that? I, I grew up, so I w- never had a good singing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my father was a, like, a, you know, had a couple top 10 hits and had a world tour or toured with Ike and Tina and Jerry Lee Lewis and, all of these rock stars. So like I grew up wanting, wanting to be the lead singer. 
of a rock band. Uh-huh. And because I loved David Lee Roth back in the 80s. Yeah. And um, <laughs> 1984, that album came out. And, you know, and of course, the grunge area of the 90s. Like, I wanted to be a lead singer. Yeah. But I was ter- I could just have a terrible singing voice. Mm. So I, I was like, well, I want to have a, I'll have a talk show then. Yeah. But I, I really wanted to front a band. <laughs> just so I could be dressed like an idiot and, yeah. and just run all over the stage and jump into the crowd. Like I, I, that's probably not a hobby, but I do all of my hobbies. If I want to do something, yeah, I, do like it. I love to create, but that's the one thing um, outside of singing karaoke a couple times mm-hmm. that I've, and I'm again, terrible, but I wish I could have done. Yeah. Nice. That or play like the drums. <laughs> <laughs> Either be able to sing or play the drums. I think yeah. I think the drum I think the drum part is pretty achievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll drive too many people crazy. It's, yeah. <laughs> right now, I'll settle with having a talk show. Right now, that's, All right, that's awesome. good. We got awesome. a big vision, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, next one. What did you want to be when you were a child? A talk show host. And you are a talk to host. <laughs> yeah. So there's two things about me that are, that people, I, 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 I they may find interesting. Mm-hmm. I grew up wanting to be, I watched Oprah, Larry King. I loved Opie and Anthony. I was not much of a Howard Stern fan, but I had sure. respect for him and what he yeah. did. Um, loved Don Imus. I loved, I could listen to a talk show. Mm-hmm. I could listen to a trucker's talk show. Yeah. Uh, driving. Like I just found people's stories interesting the way yeah. that you, you know, have the opportunity to elevate other people's messages. But I, I worked with complex disabilities for my, most of my life. And, Mm -hmm. and even working with, you know, in cosmetics and skincare and medical devices. And, you know, I never knew having a talk show was possible. Yeah. Um, But I, after I had an opportunity to film at Fox business and um, the filming went really, really well. Mm -hmm. They're like, man, you need to have your own show. And I really, well, that, the talk show fell through, but I had multiple opportunities. Like I was on set and yeah. doing different things. And, but I either backed out of it or it fell through. It just depended. But after hearing TD Jake's talk, um, at the rock church in San Diego, mm-hmm. about, well, it was two years ago, actually yeah. two years ago, he, um, talked about focusing on the things that you do have and not what you don't. And what he was actually talking about was an airplane trying to land with one wing. Yeah. You can, that pilot could go, Oh my God, I only have one wing. We're going to crash and die. Ah! Or, yeah. or I've got one wing and I'm going to land this plane and everyone on this plane is going to be safe. Yes. And so I took that message as, well, okay. I don't have any money. I don't have any cameras. Mm-hmm. I don't have producers. I don't have a director. I don't have any of this stuff, but you know what? I've got a camera phone here yes. and I've got Wi-Fi, and I'm going to start doing a Facebook live every day and I'm going to treat it like it's a real talk show. I'm going to invite people to come on. Yeah. That was two years ago. Right after doing that, it got picked up by, um, back now anyone can be on podcast network. It's super yes. easy, right? Mm-hmm. But you had to be chosen when I first started. Yes. So you got to be selected. So I got selected to be on a talk, uh, to be on that, then online radio and then had the opportunity to go to streaming television. Um, and so now, and, but my dream when I started my phone was to film in front of a live audience and travel the world. 
mm-hmm. and and do this and share people's stories. Well, I've got I've in two years time, starting from a phone with no money. Yeah, I now have that part's come true. The only part that's not true yet mm-hmm. is the traveling part, but that's about to happen. Like that's literally as we speak, we're speaking to ministries in Lake Tahoe. Um, believe it or not. Um, um, oh my gosh. Uh, there's a church, there's a ministry in Pakistan. Nice. There's one in Port St. Louis, Florida. Um, and like we're starting to talk. And now as of last night, there, there could be something with Honduras. So you, we don't know. I mean, like it's, we are looking to travel the world with this because the effect, the people that are part of the, that are there for the filming, they, it has an effect on them. It has an yeah. effect on the audience. And I, frankly, I, I don't care how famous somebody is. I believe mm-hmm. that everyone has a story that needs to be heard. Absolutely. So like in, in two years, because that taking that step into faith and trusting and coming to the realization that God does not give you dreams and visions to mock you or tease you. Like no. people think that they're sitting around daydreaming and they, they think of this life and all this stuff they, and it keeps coming up for them. It keeps coming up. It's like, what? Why do I keep dreaming about this? Mm-hmm. Hey, that's God showing you what's possible. Like what's possible and what you got to go and do it. Yes. yes. And your gifts and your talents should be, you know, can be, will be obvious to you. But one, if, if people don't know what their gifts and talents are, what I recommend, show up and serve. Volunteer yeah. somewhere. Somehow, it's somehow through volunteering and serving other people that your gifts start to come out of you naturally and organically. And I promise you, it starts to unlock little keys to the universe that really set you on the, the, the course of your destiny. Wow. That, that is just powerful. I, I, I'm going to use that somewhere. <laughs> but it's true. It is true. Absolutely. No, no, you're, you're absolutely right. This is, this is very powerful, very real. And I, I'm, I'm loving every single part of this. Next question is, what is your favorite movie or TV show? Oh, I'm not good with the movie thing because I, I literally, I've, I, there's a, there's staple movies that every time it's on, I'm going to watch it. I'm not yeah. really good at watching new movies, Sure, but I've seen Goodfellas 9,000 times, The Godfather <laughs> 9,000 times, nice. um, The Departed. I've seen a bunch. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I really don't watch violent movies anymore because sure. uh, I really watch what I put in my brain yeah. as much as possible. Um, but you know, I've watched, so there's this show. Uh, that's on Amazon called Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. I've um, seen that. My, mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend turned me on to it, obsessed with it. it it's like, so good. We watched every season in a matter of like a month. And then yeah. we watched, and I loved Arrested Development. Uh, mm-hmm. We finished that. And then right now we're watching A New Girl. Okay. A New Girl. Yeah. And it's, 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 this, it's on Amazon, but it's like this, or Netflix, but it's this, this it's so... I don't, it's it just the characters are just nuts and like, it's so much fun and the, it is. the living dynamic. So like I watch it cause it puts me in a good mood and I don't have to really think. Yeah. Um, but if I'm not doing that, I love, I, I spend so much time on YouTube. Um, yeah. I, my YouTube is I'm constantly listening to, yeah, I love to get in the wormhole. I love to mm-hmm. understand. I want to know, I, I want to get as close to, the origins of like Jesus's real teachings, right? Yeah. Like the truth about Jesus, the truth about religion. The I like I love getting in the Roman Catholic Church conspiracy and like how 
you know, I love seeing also how God's principles have been perverted by the devil because God's principles work, right? Yeah. But yeah. anyone can use God's principles. The entire anyone universe is based that. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, but, and they can be twisted for evil. They really can. Hitler, prime example. <laughs> like, he, <laughs> he, he used God's principles for evil. But yeah. they can work, but they never were meant to be that way. Like people speak out against yoga yeah. and like, you know, religious people do, but stretching and breathing. Are you freaking kidding me? Kidding They're me. essential for a life. Like <laughs> they, that has been corrupted. That is a God's principle that was corrupted and used for evil. Like, like it's just insane. And so you have these religious people that are just, I mean, and, and, and I'm sorry, like, I, I, I'm assuming that because you talked about Allah. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's, that's fantastic. Um, with my faith, with Christ, with Christianity, and I don't even like calling myself a Christian. I call myself yeah. a follower of Christ. Like, Christians <laughs> are the worst. Like, they will judge, like, if you're a female pastor, like, there are, there are people out there that will, call, like, scream like and go nuts that a woman is speaking in front of a church. It's hilarious. Like not even fully reading the text because there's so much more. Yes, Paul speaks about women pastors, but also later in his ministry, he was using women to help him in the church because it was mm-hmm. necessary and they recognized that they have certain gifts. It's yeah. just like and guess what? I know that the Bible and even the Quran is is it that is those are all, those are, that's the, it's the voice of God, right? Well, guess what? Man got his hands on that too. It's been, it's, it's all been corrupted a little bit, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. And yes, I read the Bible every single day. I really do because yeah. I believe in Jesus's teachings. I believe in the principles, but there's some stuff put in that Bible to play with us, to separate us, to divide us, to keep us away from truth also. Yeah. I Absolutely. really believe that. And of course the Christians can send hate mail to Joshua at I don't really care.com. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> I, I really believe that. And yes, I do believe in the Bible. I love mm-hmm. the Bible. And that's one of the things that the spirit will guide you and reveal truth to you yeah. because everything is written in code. It's written in code for a reason because of buttholes like you that want to use God's word to mm-hmm. try to hurt people. Yeah. That's what I believe. Yeah. Sorry. I went on a little rant there. <laughs> no problem man that that shows how real I mean, this is and 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 i mean we are talking about serious topics and there there's a big issue out there that needs to be resolved and people need to realize what why they're doing the wrong things that they're doing and they, they need to basically account for themselves because at the end of the day we're all gonna die Right. So when we are in this world, we should do everything possible to make somebody else's life better. And that's where you come in. You know, you talk about service and be that servicing volunteer and, and give your all from your heart and you'll start seeing what, you know, you're sowing the seeds of success. That's right. Awesome. So this next question is pretty um tied into a favorite movie or TV character, but it's, it's basically what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it and you've been on TV sets and TV shows and movies. So what would you choose in an ideal world? Wow, man. I don't even know what character in a movie would I play? <sighs> Me. 
I would play me. <laughs> I know it's a weak answer. <laughs> yeah. um, that's the that's the best character I play. Actually, is me. Um, man, I you know I don't know. Like I loved Willy Wonka. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I loved like Clockwork Orange. I forgot the name of that character, but he was yeah. so weird. Um, you know, I I love those those characters that are they're completely stretched. I mean, even the new Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like I related to that guy yeah. so much. Like a lot of people I, I are saying that. We did like yeah. that, and we all battled this dark side inside of us. But sometimes mm-hmm. that dark side is brought on through trauma we've experienced and uh, uh, abuse and yeah. and or because we're woke. I mean, some of the most insane people or people that have been labeled insane are the ones that are woke. The ones yeah. that see the world for what its truth is. Yeah. They see the evil now. The problem with that is they don't understand that they can be light to fight. The only way to fight against evil is with light. Yeah. And, and so we get so, and I was one of those people that would get so lost in the wormhole. And so, because believe me, I don't trust our government. I don't trust the, I don't trust most of the churches. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I, I really am that guy. However, I know and believe in God's promises so much that I know that I can lead with love. I can be light. I get to be light. I am light. And I, and, and I'm, I will fight and win against darkness by being light mm-hmm. and, and helping and inspiring others to be light. Because frankly, I, I, that's, that is how we combat the, 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 the suffering, the depression and all that stuff that taking on the evil of the world is yeah. because we can get lost in it and then we can lose. But the Absolutely. way we win is to be light. Everywhere we go, be light. Yeah. Absolutely. So powerful. I love it. So in that, what who would be your favorite superhero? I don't watch superhero movies, man. Um or, I probably if I had to choose, it'd be Deadpool. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dude, I, that's I, the best be answer. <laughs> Because he is so true and he is, you know, he's so unapologetic. He's like, you know what? This is the shit. You got to get through it to get to that next level. I like it. That's right. I like it. It, 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 It's, I would, I would probably choose him because, you know, I believe in digging out roots Mm -hmm. and I believe that Deadpool gets to the root of the problem, gets the root to the evil. And that's what he's attacking. He's going after the worst of the worst. And yeah. so that, that for me is what I relate to. And the most he's getting, he's doing the, he's doing the dirty work that most yeah. won't do. He is. He absolutely is doing that. So, so cool. I love that answer. All right. And he's Last, funny about it. <laughs> he is <laughs> funny about it. <laughs> he is definitely he's funny. Right. He's like, he makes fun of it himself. Uh, you know, he, like in the first Deadpool movie, he's like, yeah. You probably saw that first movie about yeah. him being Green Lantern and not getting a suit and, you know, saw the CGI. It's like, what is that? Um, right. <laughs> if you were a board game, what would it be? This is the last question. Um, I don't know why, but the first word that comes to my mind is risk. Oh, I love it. Because I'm, I'm, I'm all about, I'm, I'm all about going for it. Nice. You get, you, I get addicted. I'm at this point in my life, I have this conversation with my girlfriend all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she's dramatically younger than me, but I, yeah. 
she's at the same life path I do. And so I'm watching her go through this journey that I went through in my growth. And, and so like, I'm, she's scared a lot because she's having to take these risks instead, you know, and it's like, I'm, I'm proud of her because she keeps stepping into that fear because the fear that we're facing that, that obstacle, that boundary that we are faced with is an opportunity for us to become bigger than that obstacle. Absolutely. So facing fears are important. And so once you, and that's a bit, that's another God's a kingdom principle, a biblical principle, but you face those giants. Yeah. I mean, think about David versus Goliath. I mean, he faced that giant. He won. He became bigger than that giant. Yes. That's our did. problems. We face our addiction. We face our fears. We face our truth. Um, and, and, and also when we face our destiny, when we face our destiny head on, Holy geez. Yes. It comes, it's a thrill ride and it's scary and it's hard, but you get addicted at some point to taking the risk and stepping into faith because you know that regardless of what happens and what it looks like, yeah, opportunity is there waiting for you. Your greatness is waiting for you. Yeah. So I, I've never played risk, mm-hmm. but the name alone would, would make me say risk. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much, man. This was so. Where can my audience find you? I know you have a website and Facebook page, so we'll definitely be including the links to those places. Uh, but where's uh, can they get to get in touch with you? So I am very, very active on um, Facebook. I've got a few different pages on Facebook. You can just look at my name, Joshua T. Is in Tom Berglund, B E R G L A N. Um, you know, gratitude unfiltered and my name are the two easiest ways to find me. So whether it's the podcast, the TV show, um, the live streams that I do, the brand designing work I do, everything runs through my website, um, and Facebook. I am on Instagram. I'm not that active. Um, but I do, I do put up many, many versions of my talk show on Instagram Mm -hmm. TV and you can see that at gratitude unfiltered. Um, but those are the two best ways to find me, man. I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm very public and I don't spend as much time on social media lately sure. because of what we're building. However, yeah. I am there. I'm there once a day at least, but I used to kind of live there. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, I love it. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Uh, we, yeah, man. I, I learned so much from you. I mean, I'm, I'm so grateful that we got to chat and so many, like we're on the same frequency on our brain levels. I love it. The mindset. That's great. Yeah. Well, God Thanks bless so you, man. And God again, I'm, I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Absolutely. Thank you so much for giving me the time. I mean, I mean, um, you've done some so amazing things and I definitely, you know, would love to keep in touch and, and you know, in future and, and see where we can collaborate on anything if possible. Uh, uh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Awesome. Take care, man. Uh, talk right. to you Take soon. care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on Hacks and Hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today.